You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schisler, also known as Blaze and Bob. How you doing? Hey, 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 Ja. I'm so thankful you're back. <laughs> it's good to be back. And we're also here with a returning guest, Kinder from Fraggin' Outpod. How you doing, Kinder? Yo, what's up? It's your boy, uh, Skinny Penis. <laughs> not as exciting as the first you time gotta you say were it a bit more last time you said Let's that you do gotta, it one you more time confidence <laughs> you gotta say it with confidence because if you don't say that statement it's with confidence boy. it's like oh oh really oh right. man take two go <laughs> go for it i'll give you another one all right <clears throat> yo 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 what's up it's your boy skinny penis there you go. That's Much what I'm better. talking about. I'm keeping the first one, by the way, too, because everybody needs to know if they say that they have a skinny penis, they need to say it with confidence. Uh, have you ever seen the original <laughs> clip of that, though? That's kind of how he says it. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. It's, it. it's an old meme. <laughs> as far as I was concerned, it was a Kinder original. Uh, no, <laughs> so, I, no, we'll call it that. It's a Kinder original. I, I have a, 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 a deceivingly thin penis, I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> anybody who's ever been in our discord knows that's not true <laughs> oh but this is uh, episode number oh, yep, episode number Join the discord we, find out yeah <laughs> we are recording on february 6th for release on february 7th uh, a couple things to talk about like literally right before we started this show the year of the dog update uh developer update was just released so we're going to discuss that we're going to talk a bit about the effects of the Mercy and Junkrat changes. We're going to talk about smurfing a little bit. And we're going to talk about, uh, you know, what hero do we think Overwatch needs next? But before we get into all that, I'd like to welcome anyone who listen, who is listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to Watchpoint Radio. Uh, for the new people, we uh, do talk about Overwatch news, competitive, and esports. But our primary focus is the community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk about those topics, they focus around the community and the state of the game. If you enjoy the show, please follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio. And we would also love to have you on our Discord, which is discord.me slash match those buttons. And as always, I'd like to thank anybody who is a returning listener. If you, if, if you were a new listener last week and you're back a second time, glad you enjoyed the show. And thanks to you guys who have been listening for uh you know a long time we, we, have, we have 94 episodes so it's been a while so thank you all thanks a lot uh no new twitch subscribers recently but that's okay well it's kind of our fault because we haven't been streaming oh, well, that hold much up, hold up hold up hold up you got one new twitch uh twitch subscriber son oh uh, let me check uh, oh shit fragging out just subscribe <laughs> to twitch prime we'll see well thanks to fragging out whoever that is yeah, who's uh, that fucker pretty- he sounds yeah. gay. <laughs> Appreciate the love. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, but 
well, week not last week, but week before last, we did announce that we opened a Patreon, and we do have new patrons. So thank you very much to our new hey. patrons, uh, One Band Drunken Monk. Thank you very much. Uh, Wookie BH and Silent Pilgrim, I'm pretty sure. like uh, It's actually showing up with your real name. But I'm pretty sure your alias is Silent Pilgrim. That's what I said in, uh, in Discord. I didn't want to put your government out there, you know, sure. just, just to let people know. Breaking so, news. So thank- What's that? We have another Twitch subscriber. Oh, you do? We do? Let's see. Hold on a second. I don't. Oh, Bearded Zucchini. Thank you very much <laughs> during the show. Wow. That sounds, wow. That name sounds dirty. Appreciate that. Like, oh, my God. Drunken Monk just subscribed. Hey, to the show know. live. Y'all Appreciate some, that very uh, much. Y'all need some Twitch notifications going, man. <laughs> I, you yeah, know what the funny do. thing is? I do, but I'm pretty sure I hit it behind the overlay by accident now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry about that. I, I'll make sure to get that fixed. I've got the, the most time. loud, obnoxious, just awful one that I could find. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, thank you, you guys everybody. remember it's uh it's the uh somebody once told me and it's got like the shrek yeah. that pops up the world <laughs> is gonna roll me don't get bob started don't get bob started well thank you to everybody who is helping to support us whether it be through twitch subscriptions or through patreon thank you guys very very much uh obviously if you want to subscribe on twitch you just come to a twitch channel you click hit that button and our Patreon is patreon.com slash watchpoint radio. We do have a bit of community feedback, but it's it, it wasn't really a review. It was actually more of a request. Now, whoever put this up, you I don't even we don't I don't even know how you did. I didn't even know it was possible to delete iTunes reviews. I didn't either. But it's gone. It's gone. And it wasn't anything wrong with it. So I imagine there was not like that. It's not that yeah, Apple, there was nothing vulgar, um, nothing. Yeah, it was <laughs> Apple kind of so the only thing I can imagine that you actually removed it. But I, even though the review section isn't the place for comments, it's still like, okay, that's fine. I, I get it. It was no problem. So I'll just read what he, uh, he or she said here. They said, uh, you know, can you make a section with speculation on new heroes, specifically fan-made heroes, a section on skin ideas, and a, sec- and a, skin, a section on map ideas, maybe a discussion on what heroes are needed in Overwatch because I want another builder class or non-healing support, maybe a shield-based support or an armor-based support. So uh, today on this episode, we're, we are going to incorporate a little bit of that. You know, we're going to talk a bit about, you know, uh, what heroes uh, or hero we like to see next in Overwatch what we need. And in the future, you know, we may talk a bit may talk a bit more about, you know, some fan-made heroes or speculation. I, I like the idea. I don't know uh, why it was removed, but um, I thought it was, it was all good. So thank you for... Uh, you know, putting that up there, even though it's gone now. I appreciate that. Uh, before we get into our main topic, let's see how it was everybody's week in Overwatch has been. Kinder, you are a guest. You first. <laughs> My week in Overwatch. Uh, well, I'm maining Krillin. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I didn't actually play a whole <laughs> lot of Overwatch. Uh, I have been stuck uh, since release on uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, it's great game so far at first i hated it because the combo system was like this is this is like most dumbed down combo system ever then i played it for a little bit turned out to be really fucking good uh it is the last i played overwatch though uh i was i i've literally given up on any sr whatsoever i'm just playing how i want to play and not throwing obviously just i'm playing the game that i want to play having my own fun um and i've been maining sombra a lot and having a shit ton of fun just being Sombra. The problem is, uh, as 
it seems like every YouTube channel this past week uh, has said kind of the same thing. It's just like throwers are a real problem right now. Like people are just giving up hope on everything. And it's like, I don't know. You, I, I couldn't seem to get a good team like all the, the last week or so that I played. Uh, not that people weren't trying. It's just like nobody's cooperating. And there was always like that one guy that was throwing on one team or the other, you know. Uh, so I've kind of given it a break for now. Um, I'm going to pick it up uh, here in the next couple of days and check out the new meta and everything. Uh, and I did a little uh, YouTube YouTube watching today uh, to catch up on things. So I'm, I'm a little rusty as far as actually playing the game, but I'm, I'm up to date enough to have a podcast about it at least. Nice. Okay. And Bob, what about you? Well, I've had a long, <laughs> long week, my friend, of ups and downs. Started out, I ended up staying home from, from work. It didn't feel well. Woke up, though, midday. Went ahead and played some Overwatch. Decided to play on EU just because I was feeling weird. And I thought maybe, you know, it's like prime time there. I'm just going to give it a shot. I've heard other people do it. I checked my ping during that time. It was only about 103. I used to play before that with like 103. I went and went on a tear of like 250 plus. I got I got myself back up to 2800. Yeah, 2800. Then I went to the Cavalry game night Friday night and I spilled beer on my computer halfway through the night and my computer vents at the top and I thought I got it quick quick enough. I played for another about 30 minutes, and all of a sudden my computer shut down. Opening up upon inspection, there was beer, residue everywhere. The graphics card had a whole bunch of corrosion like you would see on a car car battery, you know, that's open to the oxidation. And I just freaked out. I went into a sad depression because I've got a monster rig. It's the nicest computer I've ever had. And I can't just justify getting a new one. So I had to go to the PC repair guy because I do servers. Like, I don't do gaming computers. I, I mean, I can put one together, but it's not like I can figure out what's wrong with it. So took it, went and got parts throughout the entire Saturday Watch the Overwatch League on on my phone mostly while sitting and doing different things, going through through Micro Center. I got a new motherboard, new fans because it shorted out the fans in my my liquid coolant. <clears throat> I took the motherboard apart with the guy at the shop, cleaned it with alcohol. Took the graphics card apart, cleaned it with alcohol. Two of the sticks of RAM are bad, so I'm down to 16 gig of RAM, but the whole computer's back up now, even graphics card. It was a Christmas miracle. So then <laughs> I decided to play my alt, uh, you know, to test out my stream and to test out the game. I played my alt for a good three or four hours, like 15 games. I decided I was at low gold. I decided I'm just going to just choose what you know the team needs whether it be healer whatever did that in low gold and i play well on healers and tanks meddled every time dropped like 250 sr down to like 1800s i mean just nuts and it just really 
affirm my belief that, man, you cannot carry out of gold and silver if you're not playing DPS. Like You are not going to carry. You're going to either have to get lucky that you have a team that works with you, or you're going to have to learn a DPS and carry yourself out, or you're going to have to get some friends and at least four, and at least four stack up. Because yeah. it's... Yeah. It's just brutal. And yeah. so, yeah, and so that's kind of how my week went. Some ups and downs and different elos, and I definitely saw a lot of bad Moiras now that... Are we talking about uh, Mercy at all later? Yeah, we're talking about Mercy. Okay, later. N- n- never mind, I'll save that. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was a week of ups and downs, and whew, I'm just glad I have my computer, man. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I know. I um, I always say I'm gonna play my main and work my main. Every at the beginning of every season, I say I'm gonna work toward diamond, <laughs> and I honestly believe I could hit diamond. Cause I did, almost did that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, more than a few seasons ago. You at this could. Point. You just have to. You just have to concentrate have to play. on it. Yeah, exactly. I have to play my character that I actually is gonna get up there. But I'm constantly trying to help. Uh, you know, friends of mine or even sometimes listeners. You know, pull themselves up. So I end up playing my lower tier characters, and I did get a point chance to play with a hippo a little bit this week, and I can't remember how well we did. I don't remember being angry, so I think we did okay, <laughs> you know. But um, <laughs> with uh my uh my buddy um, recoil or Hudson, whatever he, he whatever he goes by now, he you know he's had Overwatch, you know since day one. But he literally just hit level 25 a couple weeks ago. And he just started playing competitive. And, you know, he actually placed in gold. He placed like 21-something, like 2150, I think. And then proceeded to drop 200, uh, actually 300 SR total. He, he actually ended up dropping. And so I'm playing with him. And he's learning the game. And he's getting a little better. But then I'm starting to notice, like... I was, but I started playing healer. That's what it was. Because before, before we were playing tank, I was playing tank. So I'm in the front of the group, right? I'm putting the right. shields down. I'm taking the damage. I'm, you know, I'm move. I'm, I'm creating space. I'm not really <laughs> watching him. So I started playing healer, and I start noticing that he's getting attacked, and he's not doing anything about it. Like he's being attacked from the back, but. He's not turning around. I'm like, dude, turn around. There's there's a Moira behind you. Or to your right, there's this person behind you. And like one time we were like we're playing uh uh Junker not Junkertown, but Route fifty uh what you call it, Route fifty six. And yeah. um he like he's like, Where's the team? But literally the entire team, minus me and him, were inside the uh I guess like the saloon, not saloon area, but like not the gas stations, the second part. It's like that that with the jukebox oh, and stuff yeah, like that. I know is. What you're about. They're in there having a huge team fight. And I'm tr- <laughs> and I'm like, dude, join the fight. And it's a bad place to have a team fight, by the way. I'm not condoning that. But the whole team's in there. We gotta get in there. Look, <laughs> you know. I'm yeah. like, dude, join the fight. He's like, where's the team? I'm like, turn left. <laughs> you know, they're they're all in there. And I realized I was like, you can't hear that? He's like, No, I can't hear. Like, I can't hear when people are shooting behind me, or I can't hear when the teams are so I'm like, okay, turn off Overwatch. I said, turn off Overwatch and go into your sound settings. You got to tell me what you see. And, you know, he's just like almost like a lot of other people who they get a sound card, they get these uh, headsets, right. and the headsets and sound card come with pre-built um, 
you know, settings and they have all these things on. And he had these features on the sound card. I said, turn all that off. Turn it all off. And as soon as he turned it off, he was like, oh, my God, you sound so much clearer. Just talking about my voice coming through yeah. the headset. He's like, you sound so much clearer. I was like, okay, now open up Overwatch. I says, Atmos on? Okay. We go in to play a game. I lie to you not. For, all, for the last two to three weeks, he has barely been able to touch bronze damage as a DPS man. Barely. It's a miracle if he did. Most of the time he got, he did not medal. In that one game, after like he goes from not like not being able to hit touch bronze to golds almost every single game, <laughs> just like that. And then that yeah. one day, we we, we bring him back up two hundred and fifty SR. Nice. We'll all, see. And it, it was all because he could not hear properly in Overwatch. The internal well, and- sound cards are actually an old meme uh, in the PC builders realm. Like uh, if you if you had one, you were kind of a, a running joke in the community or whatever. Yeah. Like, because uh, motherboards and all nowadays, they have everything as far as audio goes, just as good as any sound card you're going to get, unless you get an external one like like Focus right here, or like uh, if you use an X- XLR setup, um, yeah. that acts as an external sound card. It actually introduces more noise and it's worse for your audio experience. Right. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the the biggest thing with that is that if you look on on YouTube, they will tell you that Dolby at uh, at at most is not good. But I believe after Jaws story that Dolby at at most is good if you just have straight st- like straight stereo. Uh, so basically, by him turning off all his seven point one controls, he turned his headset into straight stereo, and that's what Dolby. Atmos, it's 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 made for. I yes. prefer to have Dolby off and to use the seven point one. I've tried both of them, and I just like the seven point one because I can actually hear height a lot better. Other people prefer it the way Jaw Jaw does it too. So I think it just depends on your ears and yeah, how you hear like, things. A lot of it has to do with your headset too. Like uh, these clothes back that here, the, these are like tracking cans. I wouldn't, I would never play a game with these just because they're specifically for like levels and tracking and things like that when you're actually recording. But then I have my open backs here that I uh, mix and play games and stuff with, and they're completely open back and everything. So they have a huge sound stage. Um, and the way that their EQ and everything is set up, the way that they're, um, I can't remember what the hell they're called. The um, the drivers and everything are are in them. Uh, you get an extremely wide soundstage. So when you're hearing in game stuff, if you have Atmos on or your seven point one uh, surround on, then you get the entire soundstage from here all the way back to about here. So you actually do hear that depth, uh, depth of field, that noise, everything um, that goes with the game. But if you have a headset like these, like these closed backs or something that's not really made for that kind of thing or like non-gaming headsets or uh, right. non-open backs, then you're not it's not going to benefit you. It's actually going to harm well, you. The way, I un- the way I understand it, though, is you either want one or the other. You either want to use the 7.1 that's built into your headset and software or you want to have all of that off and use the Dolby Atmos in-game sound. Is that what you're basically saying jai you have turned it <laughs> yeah. all off so basically like when when they first introduced atmos and this is back in beta blizzard put out a forum post and they really need to take this information and put it in the game 
so people stop getting confused. Like when you turn on Atmos, they need to tell you this info. But they said if you are using Adobe Atmos, you need not Adobe. Sorry, um, what you <laughs> call it? Adobe Atmos. Yeah, Adobe yeah. Atmos. But you, if you're using <laughs> Adobe Atmos, you need to turn off all effects on your sound card and and headset. Any effects you have will will negatively impact Atmos, and it may make right. it sound worse. So you really want it one does or the other. Tell you that in game when you turn it on. It, oh, it does. does. It comes up and says if you're running anything on your headset, you should turn it off or you should turn Dolby Atmos off. Oh, yeah. okay. Last time I turned it, when I turned it on, it didn't say that. And I've had it on, period. But this is like, because we, 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 me and Bob talked about this last night, but, you know, before Roadhog got nerfed, one of the biggest complaints is that Roadhog would sneak around, flank, hook somebody and one shot them and kill them. I'm, I'm like, and to me, I'm like, that's utterly ridiculous. You can hear Roadhog coming from two miles away. <laughs> you know, like the only times I would get hooked by Roadhog on the flank is if I was actively fighting somebody, I could still hear him coming, but maybe I'm like, okay, he's, he's not where I think he is yet or, or I can finish this fight and then get to him, but I will like just basically mistime it. But a, no, like, go ahead. I was just going to say, I have a question for you. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, does anybody here play with with music on? I well, not. I don't play with the Overwatch music, but I play with like Spotify on. Okay, because I, I'm I play just with curious. Overwatch music because I have a really bad attention span, and we'll be <gasps> running out. We'll really be running out of time, and I'll be like thinking we have like ten minutes left or some shit, and then all of a sudden oh, yeah. the music starts. I'm like, oh shit, we gotta get the payload. <laughs> so okay, that's so the reason I don't play with it on. Okay, so does music play when the game is like live? When you're fighting other people, does the music play? Uh, no, it generally doesn't do anything until like you're getting close okay, well, to a checkpoint it. or you're uh, getting close to time or something like that. When events happen, then uh, the music kind of you know comes in. I gotcha. Yeah, play. I've never had it on. I've always turned it off the second that I. You yeah, know, most most professionals recommend that you do turn it off. Yeah, I haven't played with I haven't played with music in a game that wasn't single player in forever. I usually turn it off on single player too. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I don't have it enabled on Overwatch. I, I will always have game music on for like a week or two just to see if I like the music. And even if I like the music, I'll still turn it off and just buy the music elsewhere. But, but um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, like no, I, I have it turned off too. But yeah, I mean, it makes a huge impact. Like if you have Atmos on and effects on your like on your sound card or your headset you're gonna you're running in trouble you're not hearing the game as well as you should it's got to be one or the other like i said because i i knew something was up because he's not a, he's not bad at first person shooters he is i forget what the top rank is for counter-strike or for csgo but he has that in competitive cs it's like gold eagle something like i don't yeah i don't know what it is <laughs> but he has that as he has go so mechanically he is able to play shooters with no problem we played competitive um, CS Source. We were in Cal Main together. Like, I mean, I know he knows how to play shooters. Um, but yeah, he definitely, like, yeah, I was like, I was like, what is the deal? Like, why is he, you know, sucking so hard at this game? <laughs> you know, because I, 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 at the very least, I was, I was expecting him to get damaged, maybe make some bad decisions in terms of when to engage, when he shouldn't engage. Yeah. He he had his first alt, uh, panic <laughs> alt the other day where there was a Reinhardt <laughs> chasing him and he activated Soldier 76's TAC visor. And he was like, I don't know why I did that. I was like, you did that because you were scared. It's okay. <laughs> You're going to do it a lot more, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. 
And, yeah, and like difference. Bob was saying earlier, I, I firmly believe, uh, even after being in Platinum, now the Platinum scraping diamond, all that, that gold is Elo Hell incarnate. I it is hate gold so fucking much. And playing with Sombra, I like make really good plays, playing some really good Sombra. And it's just it's never enough. Like as soon it's it seems like as soon as I cross the threshold from about twenty six hundred I started the season off at like 2850 or something like that. I was like mid plat or whatever that wherever mid plat is. I was around there and uh, caught a real bad losing streak. And it seemed like as soon as I crossed the threshold over into gold, suddenly Sombra stopped working out so well because I, we were right. making really good team plays and everything. I actually had one. Uh, I had a uh, teammate set up a beautiful diva ult, and uh, they had a Reinhardt shield up. So I pop in and hack at the last second right before it blows up, but then our fucking May put up a wall right in front of the mech as soon as I hack and everything, and they the wall actually blocks the ult. It would have been a six-man, no problem. Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, this is gold. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> yeah, Samba's definitely going to get harder to use as the higher you climb up the ladder. You have to do more and more team I'm team having work. a harder time with her on the lower end. I, I was doing fine in plat with her because you can synergize. Because so actually, well. people well, would, that would like work because you have to have people work with you. Somber's not like a tracer; she can't just like carry. You know what I mean? That, like people have to use your help. Can backs. but I can't with her. <laughs> that and the lower you go, the more lack of information affects you like people just don't know certain things like there's a, probably a lot of people in gold and in silver that don't realize that when sombra hacks a health pack one it, it comes back faster two when you use that health pack it helps with her ultimate right. when you play in platinum people know these things so they'll use a health pack uh you know because they know that well it'll just be, it'll be back in 60 seconds i think it's 60 seconds it's, it's shorter than normal for sure it's um, it's faster than oh, 60 yeah. seconds the, the health pack is like i think the large health pack is goes from eight to four seconds and the small one goes from four to two i believe right. is the numbers um yeah, one I, thing i didn't know until the other day i found out um if you look at the health pack that's hacked and her little skull logo is right there uh you can actually look and there's like a little decreasing level thing on it like the oh yeah. filled up and as it goes down that's how much time it has left hacked on it um I never so before that. the hack runs out yeah it's super oh, helpful yeah yeah I, I, okay yeah i, I feel I mean, like i don't ever play sombra though <laughs> is the uh, episode of prepared to attack i'm your teacher job yes that happens <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's a lot of fun i oh, highly okay. recommend yeah. if you've never tried sombra and never tried to get good with sombra she's a load of fun especially if you can get a half decent team with you because you can do some it excellent really plays. It really sucks that a lot of people don't play more with her because she's very, I, I wouldn't use her all the time, <laughs> but she's very useful in certain situations. Like we had a, a situation where the enemy team had a um, Arissa and a Reinhardt and a Winston and they were all around a Bastion, you know, right. being boosted by Mercy and who cares who the sixth person was at that point, right? <laughs> so I said this, I said to the DPS, hey, can somebody please go Sombra? Because all we need is one good, you know, Sombra alt. And yeah. that whole team comes crashing down, you know? Right. That's what she's good for. And everybody's like, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with Sombra. Let's do something else. Let's do this. Let's do that. <laughs> Luckily, it was a silver match. 
So I just went diva and I yeah. like hopped over the <laughs> hopped over the side. I got their attention. They turned around. But if that was like you know platinum, like it's not that easy to do that, right? You know the higher. I don't you get, know. So. You can get some cheeky hacks off, especially like I guess people don't play against Sombra enough to really know how to deal with her a lot of the time. You can just sit there and let somebody just like stare at you, and if you're kind of just juking just a little bit. Uh, hack doesn't take that long to get off. You can get a hack off and get the hell out of there, and they're just wide open. Reinhardt's are the best, though. You can pop behind the Reinhardt real quick, and he'll wonder where the hack's coming from. And it seems like they, you know, they always do that, like half turn. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Kind of deal. Yeah. And by the time he sees me, you know he's hacked and he starts swinging. Well, if you've got your translocator down, then you can get out of there and start popping a few his noggin or let the exactly. team take care of him. Uh, I'm gonna a lot of go. Fun the opposite of you guys that say, please community do not play Sombra unless <laughs> you at least listen to the prepared to attack prior. Cause she is not an easy character to pick up. No, oh, no. She, you're going to have to be extremely smart, extremely patient with her. And you're going to have to talk to your team. And unless you're going to do that, don't play her. <laughs> Rule one True. of Sombra always have an escape. <laughs> Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not just gonna go in there and go toe to toe with somebody. But uh, okay, well, at this point, I say we go ahead and we get into our top story. Top story. All right. So, like I said, right before we started the show, uh, there was a developer update with Jeff Kaplan talking about Year of the Dog. We kind of joked that somebody just put this thing out like right before they left the office. Like, hey, did you put that video out? No. Okay, hold on a second. Boom. Public. <laughs> All right. Let's. It's, it's time for drinks. <laughs> you know. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, it came out like eight thirty, I think, or something like that. Eight thirty p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so something we already knew about Year of the Dog. One, it's happening. Two, it's called Year of the Dog. Three, it's coming out on February eighth. Those are things that were covered already that we that we already knew. However, we got a little bit more detail into what to expect um if they were going to do something new with like a like a new game type or new event turns out it's what we you know pretty much predicted was going to happen with these you know second second wave of these events where not too much is happening the premiere mode for year of the dog is still going to be ctf it's still going to be capture the flag there is a brand new map that they developed specifically for capture the flag which i am interested in checking out i will admit that i am interested in checking out this map that they built specifically for capture the flag because i am a ctf snob and i'll let you know if it's really good or not (laughs) (laughs) okay i spent i spent uh, well yeah disco dance getting ready to take a drink i spent five thousand hours in unreal tournament Playing Jesus. capture the flag, <laughs> okay. Five thousand fucking hours, okay. So just go ahead and enjoy your drink. Flat cannon for life, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I love CTF. Which for those of you who've been listening to the show for a while, especially if you've been listening since last year when me and Mikey were talking about capture the flag, there were a lot of things. But after I played, I was like, this needs to change. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. And uh, now I do know that Jeff Kaplan does listen to Watchpoint Radio because a lot of it's happening. So first of all, like I said, there is a new map. It's it's in Thailand. So I'm gonna, I'm curious to see if it's connected to. I, I want to see which character it's really connected to, if any. I guess. Uh, but so one of the things they did change is that there are, there are no draws in CTF. Once that timer hits zero, 
you go into sudden death, next cap wins. But it, it looks like the mechanic is that both teams' flags will be moved closer to the middle of the map. And so that way, when you grab the enemy flag, it's a shorter distance to run back. So right. that is what's happening now. So draws are gone. And I think we're going to see draws go away. Because the way Jeff Kaplan was talking in this video about draws, he's like, yeah, it draws always draw like community ire, you know, stuff like that. Like it, it's never a good thing. It draws always piss people off. And I think right. they're going to try to get rid of draws as, as much as they can. So that being said, they may be looking at ways to decrease draws even further in comp. You know, right. if you want to think about that. I mean, a draw always feels like, well, I just wasted, you know, and you always spend so much longer on a draw game than you do on a regular game a lot of the time. So it's just like, wow, what, I just wasted 30 minutn's and got nothing accomplished. Didn't lose That's any or didn't gain any. Uh, it feels so better just, to lose it, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it it should, but it almost doesn't at the same it time. It's kind of me, a weird man. feeling. <laughs> I would rather take a loss because I learn more from a loss than a draw. draw. A draw really does feel like a waste of time for me. Like It just feels like a waste of time. It does. You know, I would disagree. rather have a chance to win and lose than not have a chance to win and draw. You get True. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just like blackjack. I'd rather push than lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a uh, gambling man. Yeah, I, 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 I really hate draws, so I'm glad that the Overwatch team hates draws too. But uh, now, also another change that the flag is going to have instant pickup which is great. Another great thing that's about to happen. Oh, Certain yeah. abilities will drop the flag. Who told you that? Ja told you that last year. <laughs> <laughs> that needed to happen. Like Certain abilities, should you should have to drop the flag. And I specifically mentioned, mentioned D.Va, Winston, Tracer, because like you grab a flag and you zip out of there, Like who's going to catch you? Th those abilities are designed for people kind of not to catch you, right? For the, their escape right. abilities. It's going <laughs> to be interesting, uh, you, though, to see what abilities, because <laughs> you know, as mentioned, mobility and vulnerability. Does that mean Lucio went on went on speed aura? Can't carry it. Like, I, I, it's gonna that have to true. be gonna have to figure out what's going on. Because if Lucio can carry it on speed aura, he looks like the one to do. But maybe he just can't hit E while he's on speed aura. Possibly, I am curious. So that that was a question mark for me. But like that, you know, Trace's ability certainly once in Diva. I think even Soldier seventy six. Uh, with his with his sprint will drop the flag. Also in vulnerability, like you know, Maze. Um, what what the fuck is her ice shit called? Um, I just call it ice block. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I'm pretty sure it is called ice block. Sorry, I was gonna call it ice wall, but I was like, no, that's wrong. But you know, ice block, uh, Orissa. But really, if you Orissa and you have the flag. Yeah, get no, sorry, 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 man. <laughs> you, yeah, you're nah. doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> Diva doesn't have invulnerability. I mean, you're talking about defense matrix, yeah. Defense that matrix is, is not really invulnerability because if you hit her from the side, she still gets like plugged, right? You know, so yeah, but it's it's still a gray area. We're gonna have to get a little more ex explanation before I can truly understand how this game is not be. truly un invulnerable because of Zarya. Zarya could have like pierced right through it, same thing as Symmetra. You know, can pierce right through that shit. Yeah. Um, fucking uh, Moira, you know, that's not true invulnerability. True. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens to that. But yeah, I said that was one of the main things last year. Like, if somebody, because you put like, if somebody actually got the flag, 
they just zip the fuck out of there, you know, and that was like the end of it. So that that that's gonna happen, which is great. Um, I know Bob, you wanted them to drop it from six people to three people, but it doesn't look like, like three that's or actually four. happening. Yeah, it doesn't. That was look just like the only happening. thing that made it fun. the The old version, if you just dropped the player count to three or four, it made it a lot more fun mm, for me. Yeah, gotcha. So now this time around, there will be a four-week competitive season for CTF. So I don't know. I might actually be playing that quite a bit if if it, it improves the game mode enough. Like I think I might actually check it out. You know, like get in there. Let me show you. Let me show you kids how to do this. How we <laughs> yeah, did get it back that, in my uh, day. Top five hundred. <laughs> Yeah, you know, put it back, you know, like, you know, like a strap a leather helmet on my head. Like, let me show you young snappers <laughs> how to play capture the flag, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, so there will be a four-week competitive season. Uh, they did not say what the prizes or anything like that would be. But, you know, if it's fun enough and you can get loot boxes from it, I can see myself kind of playing it right now. And competitive points. And competitive points. Yeah. So that's, that's true, too. So, um. I know right now my favorite event still was the was the uh, or event, uh, event mode was uh, for Uprising, which I actually went back and watched a video of me playing that. I'm like, dude, this was so fucking awesome. How could they not do this <laughs> is again in the next year? Like, this was amazing. Um, I mean, obviously, it'll be back in about a month, about two months at this point, but still. But um, yeah, they be uh, hopefully like I'm. I actually have. Not high hopes for this, but I am hopeful that CTF, the changes that they've made, having a custom map for it will make it more fun uh, and and good. I like, will you know. say, I I don't think that eight person free for all is fun on any level except for the one that they created specifically for it. I think it that's a good level for it. I think the rest of them where they just chop a level into a third. I don't think that I, I don't think those are good. Yeah, yeah, because the game's not built for it. I mean, Overwatch as a as a game really isn't built for it. And last year, their philosophy with CTF is that they didn't want to hamper anybody's abilities. They wanted everybody to be able to use their abilities and stuff like that. And I'm sorry, but that just doesn't work. You didn't build the game and their abilities to play game modes like this. And going forward. With this game, if they're going to make new game modes and they want to expand what they do with the game, they're going to have to accept the fact that not every character is going to be playable in every mode. Some abilities are going to be OP. Some abilities shouldn't be used. Like That's what they really need to uh, come to terms with with this game going forward. Like Not every character is viable. And I'm not just talking about comp and regular balance efforts now. I'm talking about going forward making new game modes and hopefully i mean hopefully i don't expect it in in this year in year two but hopefully in year three there's gotta be either a new competitive mode or a new mode added to competitive it has to be because it is getting a little i'm not gonna say that it's getting stale but it really stifles what the game you know can be they, in my opinion, I, they really need to add another competitive mode, or I, I would love to see a three v three competitive. I think they're going to have to fully establish the Overwatch League before they do something like that, because that'll spurn 
other leagues too, and they kind of have to concentrate on the Overwatch League to start yeah. with. The Overwatch League can still be the Overwatch League. Not if they added a comp mode or or competitive mode for three v three. There's nothing that says they have to add that to the competitive league. There's tons of organizations that will run leagues and run tournaments and things like that based off of three v three. But that's not. I mean, what the that's game is really true, and for, then. There, there has been, you know, some 1v1 tournaments and there's been some weird tournaments, but I think that, you know, Blizzard's just trying, that's what I think they're trying to do, whether it's right or it's wrong. I think they're trying to concentrate on those modes and I don't see them adding another mode for regular competitive for a while, but it is possible that they'll run these little short seasons where you'll get a 3v3 competitive mode. You'll get a capture the flag competitive comp mode you'll get lucio ball i think that's what they're moving towards kind of mini seasons yeah i mean the thing is like it'd be different if blizzard themselves was actually handling the overwatch league right but the people who handle the overwatch league obviously they are part of blizzard at least they're part of activision right uh but that's like a whole different organization that works in tandem with the overwatch team you know so while Nate Nanzer and his people are definitely working on Overwatch League and making sure it's going, uh, it's going well and well established, and definitely working hand in hand with the Blizzard dev team to make sure that the the live game that's being played doesn't vastly differ, or doesn't change to the point that it makes Overwatch League, uh, well, I wouldn't say irrelevant. I, you know, it just it it basically like you know basically when somebody watches Overwatch League, they definitely have access to that same type of game. As long as they well, do that, I think it'll be fine. Um, I will say that the Overwatch League decided to not put the Mercy and Junkrat changes in until the end of Stage 1, which is at the end of this week. Yeah, so that's, it, that's it'll start it at Stage be. 2. That's right. the way it should be, and that's very smart. They should not be playing on new patches immediately. I gotta be honest with you, they sh- they sh- unless they find something that's game-breaking, they should yep, stay that's exactly what Nate has has said is that they don't plan on doing it unless something is just has to be changed. Exactly. See, that's what great minds think alike. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll talk to you later, Nate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so also with the event, there will be six new legendary skins. They did not mention exactly who's getting them, but Mercy and Genji will be getting legendary skins. And uh, they mentioned those two specifically, and there will be a, there will be at least one new highlight intro. So, nice. That's that's what we know about the event. Obviously, we'll know more come Thursday. Yes, come Thursday, we'll we'll know more about that. So, um, I don't know. You guys have any thoughts? Oh, like you guys were talking about the uh, you know we all we have right now is uh, control point hybrid and. Um, uh, King of the Hill hybrid and uh, payload maps right now. And uh, you're talking about adding another game mode to, you know, main competitive play. Uh, originally, like last year, that was kind of the line of thinking a lot of people had was capture the flag may be coming to competitive. And of course, it never came to fruition for obvious reasons. Um, you think that maybe this new type of capture the flag has a chance? Or, I mean, is there another game mode that you guys would like to see? I don't know if Capture the Flag would make it into actual competitive because the thing about competitive maps is that they're not just there, they're not just there to be played, right? They actually have story and lore behind them. Every map has a story. Right. 
King's Row is about delivering a bomb to the Omnic plant and blowing it up. Uh, you know, fucking um, uh, Ilios is about Talon trying to steal artifacts, and that's why you're fighting there. So whatever new game mode that they add into competitive, I think it has to, it still kind of has to fit the Overwatch story and this Overwatch lore. I don't see how you can add stealing flags to the Overwatch story. Is <laughs> basically what I'm saying. True, so true. It, it's like the same reason why, like you know, even a sixty like a, like just like a straight up death match probably wouldn't you know work out that well as as competitive, yeah. you know. So there, I don't there think, was an old mode. Um sorry. Uh there was an old mode. I can't remember if it was Halo. It was one of the one of the shooters I used to play. And uh you had like so many bases throughout and you had to capture each base and control as many of them of, of, of them as possible. And um as you went and the amount of time that passed, you gained points for how long you controlled those certain um those certain bases or whatever. And I, I think there was like what six or seven or something like that and um you know you had to like do mini battles and capture them as in like mini king of the hill areas you know right you yeah. work throughout the map doing that kind of thing that that was the game mode i wonder if they wouldn't do something kind of like that eventually because I, I remember that kind of mode being really fun i don't even know what you call it yeah i kind of it's it kind of like that's actually who had systems like that battlefield and destiny both had systems like that. The games were obviously very vastly different, but in Battlefield, the right. more areas you control, when you got a kill, uh, the more tickets you take away from the other team. And in Destiny, when you play Control Point, Control Point was still deathmatch. But the reason you wanted the Control Points because it affected how uh, like how many points you got per kill. Right. You know? So that will be, I think it'd be fun, but I think it still puts too much focus on killing for Overwatch. And Overwatch is definitely a team, it's like a team fight style game. Team Fortress has a mode, and I can't, I I don't know if it's just called Control Point. I can't remember. It's been so long since I played it. But it's one of the original game modes for Team Fortress where uh, it's like King of the Hill, but there's more than one Control Point, right? Yes. Yes. And you pick up. Yeah, you tick up as you control. The more you control, the faster you tick. So if you control three points, that may have you been the exact the mode eventually. I was talking about. Actually, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had that mode in World of Warcraft Battlegrounds, Arathi Basin, the best battleground to ever exist, was <laughs> one of them. And like, I'd love to see that in Overwatch. I, the problem is, is that I don't know how you can do it with 12 players you would have to do it with three points instead of instead of uh instead of five points five points you just wouldn't have enough people i i don't think well in team fortress you it's the thing is like it's not like somebody can sneak behind you and get one of your points behind you you had to get the points in succession so that's why you had to have five so you had technically speaking your spawn was one was the first right then right. the next one is the one that you actually began the game at, which you had your team had those. And then the first point the team fought for the teams fought over was the middle point. Once you had the middle point, then you can go and try to take the next point from the team. And then once you had that point from them, then you can go and try to take their home base. Right. Uh, that that was the deal. And so I think that's so kind of like a line instead of like a Rathy Basin was a point in the middle 
and then a point on each of the four corners. So yeah. Yeah. you could control the middle and then you could get to everywhere else faster. But yeah, it, I, I just don't know how that would, that would, I mean, three points I think would work. And I think your idea of a straight line points would, would work actually better with the way overwatch is set up with tanks and DPS yeah. and support. Cause then it would be kind really of like a fights. tug of war, which, uh, which bearded zucchini was he the one no delta uh delta runner from the chat talked about a tug of war that would be kind of like tug of of war right, you just yeah. wouldn't have a point to tug on or you wouldn't have a payload to tug on yeah right. i think maybe they could do three whereas and like you know your team has a point and then you fight over the middle point whoever has the middle point can then try to assault the last point but if your team fight, pushes them back and gets the middle point, now you can do it to that. And the reason I say that is because the one thing, if it was five points, I personally would not care. I'd be like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. But <laughs> a, apparently a lot of people who play Overwatch don't like to spend a bunch of time in maps. And oh, those well, There would maps, have to be a time limit. Just yeah, like, those maps yeah, are like very – those maps are very like, – even the Team Fortress, the average like time set for playing those maps was like 20 minutes. Like that was like the, the timer for those maps, which coming actually is, I guess, just shows how far we've come along. Like coming from the 2000s, that's actually normal. 20 minute time limits in a match yeah. is actually pretty normal in the 2000s. But now, if your match is taking over five minutes, people start complaining. You Wait, know, I've, what match are you playing that's five minutes long? Or a round, a round, <laughs> like, you know, a, a round. Like if they're in the same round for five minutes, those, because those maps have tons of back and forth. And it's like people are losing their attention. Like, they get frustrated because it's not over yet. But those things were slogs, just like playing Battlefield. Like, Battlefield, as long as you weren't rolling the enemy team, it was a slog. It took a while to push in to the bases and take stuff, get, and then people would take stuff back. Get ready and, for long King of the Hill fights, man, with the new four-tank <laughs> meta that's coming in. Get oh, ready God, for yeah. long fights. Yeah, somebody tried to do that, but they tried to do it in silver. They were a six stack, and they tried to do it in silver, and we just tore them to shreds. Like silver, no go. <laughs> like do do that, but like I'm not looking forward to it in higher tiers. I got to be honest with you. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's being used in Overwatch League, so I'm pretty sure it's gonna be used all over the place. Well, yeah, that's what I just said. I'm, I'm definitely not looking forward to it in higher tiers, but we'll see. Me neither. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think. Uh, you have to be like when it comes to adding new games to over okay new game modes to competitive and Overwatch, uh, the because of how they kind of have the system set up, it can't be something like Capture the Flag. I guess coming full circle back to what we were talking about originally, yeah, yeah. it can't be Capture the Flag because Capture the Flag they can't really add lore to it. Like why is Reaper trying to steal this person's flag? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that that's that's what I thought. Um, Instead of a flag, it's like. The Doom Fist or something. Yeah. <laughs> Capture the Fist, yeah. Yeah, and his Doom Fist when he does his jump. I mean, is that is that gonna drop the flag? Like I, I need I have so many questions. Uh, almost everything Doom Fist does is a fucking mobility move. So it's like Doom Fist <laughs> flag butterfingers. Just anything he does. You know <laughs> that's funny. Probably, but we'll see. I guess we'll find out. I'm pretty sure your Overwatch or somebody's going to have a video out like two seconds after it comes out. Yeah. You know? uh, they probably yeah. just uploaded it, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and move into the Mercy and Junkrat effects. Last week, 
the nerf came down for Mercy and Junkrat. But uh, now, we finally, after playing for a week, we're finally seeing the actual effects. Uh, Bob, I'll, I'm looking at your face. I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I thought I was happy about this, man. I really did. And I think going forward, after everything equals out, I'll be happy. But right now, what I'm seeing is Mercy not getting picked. A whole bunch of maybe used to be Mercy mains, or maybe not, but either way, there's a Moira locked into every game. The entire community has gotten used to playing dive characters for the last, I don't know how many months. So you get a Diva, you get a Monkey, you get a Genji, you get a Tracer, and then Moira locks in. <laughs> she can't heal any of them. So... Unless you can talk those four people into changing, you're just going to have a bad game. And you definitely ain't going to talk the Instalock and Mora into ch into changing because she's going to be like, I'll have golds of, of both heals and damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because your whole team's dead because you couldn't heal them. That's why you have goals <laughs> both. Not because yeah. you're awesome, because your whole team was dead. So yeah. it's a little, yeah, it's a little frustrating right now. And trying to explain to your teams, okay, hey, if we're going to have the Moira... We kind of need to switch to more of a death bully comp. Maybe let's do a, tri a, a triple tank. I could do Roadhog. Somebody else want to do a shield tank. Maybe a diva to get someone off the high ground. Maybe a monkey. Either way, we need to do that. Is that cool? No, they won't change. Okay, Moira, they're not going to change. Will you change? No, she's not even in chat. So uh, it's just it's uh, really frustrating right now. I think once people get the hang of it, it'll be... Kind of like when we made the transition to dive and everybody was still running Reinhardt. I think it'll even out, but right now it is frustrating. Oh, yeah. I think we'll eventually, just from the footage I've watched, um, I, I take it back. I did play like an hour or two of Overwatch trying to fix something the other day. Um, so I did play the Junkrat changes. I didn't play the Mercy changes. Um, oh, yeah, the Junkrat changes. <laughs> that's that's rough. I'll get into that. But... Uh, um, from what I've seen watching videos, watching VODs and everything of Mercy, um, it seems like instead of, with her ult at least, instead of completely nuking it, they should have just made it a half cast, like a half time cast instead of a full on, yeah, you're getting rezzed, you're coming, yeah, come on, now you're up, okay, let's go, you know, because the ult's got to do something. And it's pretty much a shittier Zen ult or a shittier uh, Orisa ult, you know, one way or the other. It's, there's no what's the point you know the so point it's is, do something for her right Whoa. now the point is definitely if you're running a pharah mercy is still good yeah but it's, it's definitely a little rough i had said back when like back forever ago that what they just needed to do is just cut that from 20 seconds to 10 but they decided not to do that people really don't like res so but because here's here's the thing they changed Rez, or they changed Mercy, because they wanted Rez to have... They didn't want her character to center around that ability. They didn't want that ability, uh, you know, uh, that ability to have that impact on the game. And when they changed it to Valk, and they made it so that she could Rez every 30 seconds, and then she can also Rez and Valk instantaneously, she was still... That was still the primary focus of that character. And her that ability still had a huge impact in the game and in team fights. 
Uh, and we've talked about it. Tearing down a roadhog <laughs> is not the easiest thing to do on a decent roadhog. But tearing down a roadhog and then only to have him come back at full health? Fuck this game. <laughs> like, you know, like that's, that, that's what they're trying to get rid of, you know? I right. still think that I, I mean, I still, I still appreciate a mercy if they know what they're doing. Like when I play with Bond, he knows what he's doing with Mercy to a degree. I mean, he's a gold Mercy. We're he playing a gold silver. He definitely hits alts when he shouldn't. Yeah, I will say that <laughs> Bond. We, I've, I've let you know every time. <laughs> yeah, but still, like he won't go out of position to res somebody, right? Like if somebody's out of position. You know, res just to be able to fly in, boop, get up, you're going. That erases your mistake, you know, little slap on the hand. Like, oh, don't be a dumbass, slap on the hand. All right, get back to it. <laughs> you know, no, that's gone now. So it, for, it forces Mercy to work better with the tanks and make sure she has cover and stuff like that to do the reses. And that still has, res still has a pretty big impact in the game as long as you don't need to resurrect three people. So your team, you know, your t- your team needs to work. It should be forcing teams to work better together, you know, so that you know, because she just can't erase those mistakes anymore. I think uh, when teams start to work better together, then Mercy, I think we might see a, a you know a little spike back up in the Mercy because she's she's still viable. Like you, you, you talked about dive, dive is still a popular comp. It's still very viable as long as if you, if you know how dive comp actually works. And I feel obligated to say this every time we talk about dive comp. Dive comp does not mean diving onto the control point. It means diving their healers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So no, it, it could mean diving anybody. Just that's true. It could be diving anybody. Diving together. Yeah. Oftentimes, sometimes the DPS dives, like just the two DPS, oftentimes the two tanks dive. They'll dive different targets for different reasons sometimes the whole team will dive uh the boston uprising are the best at this i mean they dive almost in sync every time it's un it's unreal but that's dive comp and extremely hard to actually pull off what happens in regular competitive is more like chaos mode like chaos (laughs) chaos <laughs> comp like everybody's just kind of doing their own thing maybe someone's gonna go diva 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 and people are gonna jump on diva but they aren't systematically diving at the exact same time which is what true dive is that I, that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying when when people say dive is they dive over the enemy team or around the enemy team not firing back, not protecting themselves just <laughs> to get onto the control point that's what i'm talking about and that shit has to stop it's oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was just trying to explain <laughs> what it really was. Right, yeah. That's the shit that I'm talking about. So, yes, most of the time, the easiest thing to dive in comp, like when you tell somebody dive comp, dive their healers together. Like, you know, that's like yeah. one of the easiest things to do. Or but, if they have a soldier, like taking out a soldier or a McCree dive is huge. And then, the, and then the heal falls after that. It just depends on how dangerous the DPS is. Very true. But, yeah, so, I mean, like, Mercy still has a place in the game. Like I don't think like she's not trash. Like I've played with Mercies that are still doing a great job, keeping the heels up, keep and, and resing when they can, and it's appreciated. But that means that you it it means less about Mercy than it does about the other players that she plays with. Like you just can't be going off and you know trying to flank with McCree 
with a, to a whole team. Like, you know, you can't do that shit anymore. Like, you know, you can't make those I don't know. I did a really mistakes. good flank with McCree the other day and got like yeah. a five-man high noon. <laughs> well, that was the Dude, other no, team's fault. If you're doing that, you need to be <laughs> flanking with Moira, duh. Yeah, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, you, I think the, the, it's not that Mercy sucks. Is that she can't erase her teammates' idiot problems anymore? Like they're the idiot, uh, you know, uh, things that they were doing before the team. Well, uh, and, and like some of it's not idiot problems. Some of it, like especially in the higher level play, they actually played just more risky comps because of the mercy. So they would run, for instance, on Junker Town attack. It's been very normal for them to run one support mercy three dps two tanks one uh i know two two snipers two shield tanks mercy and then bastion because mercy can just erase the mistake so as long as she stays alive it's okay to run that riskier uh that riskier comp you just can't run that now so it's not always just stupid mistakes but in the lower comp, it definitely is. Exactly. And that's where yeah. the, the majority of the players are. <laughs> that, that's Very true. Very true. That's the majority of players are. Like it, that, that's the, but you're right. They, they were able to run riskier comps because, you know, Mercy had that ability. So they brought the power down a bit more, down a bit. I, and I'm fine with it so far, minus the issues that Bob was talking about with Moira. I think there's been several videos put out now about how people don't know how to play Moira. They just pick her up, you know. Uh, I gotta say, like when a healer needs to be picked, if I don't think Zenyatta fits that, like if I if I can't be effective with Zenyatta, then I will pick Moira. And if somebody says something to me about it, I'm like, you are. She's like, can you play Mercy? You are more than free to play Mercy. I will switch with you. Whatever role you have, I can do it. But if you're not gonna switch to a healer, then no, you're gonna get some Moira right now. <laughs> like that, that's kind of how it's gonna work, you know. Uh, but you know, so I don't like get upset with people picking Moira because like especially in my case like if it's not Zenyatta I, I, I'm not playing that well even though on my uh, on my trash account I have been like messing around with Lucio a bit more I got a quad kill on Volskaya that first corner that everybody comes around I heard Reinhardt stomping oh, up but shit. he had four people with him I was like oh <laughs> boy so yeah it was did awesome. you get Flora's Lava? <laughs> huh? did you get Flora's Lava? I don't. I don't. I remember an achievement popping up. I might have gotten four before. No, oh, okay. I, I still haven't gotten it. I've I tried to do it on that map every time on my alt account that I could possibly try to do it. And I'm, I still haven't gotten it yet. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So I mean, we've been. There's been. There's a meta report out from Omnic Meta that you know, if just looking at the charts, it is clear to see that this. Uh, it's there's, there's been a huge a uh, huge shift in the meadow. I mean, yeah, you know. I, I haven't played in the new meta or anything yet, and I haven't looked at that. But I'm gonna assume that Winston's coming back in a big way, um, considering that Moira is so difficult to deal with for like Genji. Uh, I mean, taking Moira alone with Genji is kind of scary, honestly, unless you're a god tier Genji. Mm-hmm. Um, and your other dives, like even a tracer. Um, I've had trouble dealing with Moira as a tracer unless you can get right up on her and get like you can if you can't two clip her then get at that you're done uh, against a Moira. Um, so I think Winston's going to be really big for dealing with her. 
Um, and I guess that's why the, the quad tank meta is kind of coming in uh, because it, you know, the the squishy flankers kind of losing their you know losing their use against the Moira without a without a mercy to attack or without a Zenyatta to attack or something like that. You know. Well, and and like having four tanks, if they're all clumped up, Moira can do the most healing in the game because her oh, yeah. heal is AOE, and so. I mean, she could just put out some monster heals, but that's it's going to go four tank because that's what makes Moira useful. But the Moira is going to be at, have to be the star of the show, right? Yeah, and they're going to have to play like around her, you know, that like you know, like well, she can't fly in and start healing people from across the map. So you know, let's not do yeah, that. Like, heal, yeah, like you know. So. I mean, the Moira situation will get better as people continue to play her. You know, it will be, it will get better. Um, I mean, I thought, I thought it was going to be real bad when I saw a lot of DPSs picking Moira when she first came out, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was because it's a lot easier. The only, I know when I pick her, the only thing I have to remember is I have to heal people. That's what I, I literally have to keep telling myself that when I see like the the uh, when I see the the um, the aid symbol, I can't ignore it. <laughs> you know, so. We'll see, but uh, you got both both of you guys. You play Junkrat, yep. yeah. How do you feel? Oh yeah, I feel it's, like he uh, took a big a big nerf. I mean, yeah. now he can still do his 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 spam, you know, and he can take out people that aren't really paying attention and don't know how to move left to right. But he he does not have the one on one potential that he had before. It, it, it's it's going to take a lot more getting used to. I'm going to have to learn how to not explode my minds as early as I was before. It's just, it's going to be a lot of timing changes, and I'm not sure what it's going to do to him totally. He at least still has the mo the the mobility of the the mind, but it's it's definitely weakened him quite a bit. Uh, I think it's going to need some adjusting for sure. Uh, I actually, the first time I went and tried it was uh, in the training grounds and even like stationary bots. I was having a hard time hitting them with that, with a concussion mine by itself, just standing there. Uh, it shouldn't be that difficult. I mean, sure, nerf it and, you know, roll off the damage a little bit. But when you're doing like a, a half a tick, you know, like yeah, I think I'm used to doing it. You know, you're not doing anything. I I think I would have rathered them lower the damage of it than make it so it does so little damage the further it gets out because it's quite a bit less damage. Yeah, it's a as huge it fall be. off as it should be. I mean, like uh, the, he was re really bad though. He was <laughs> ridiculous. Like. Uh, the way this character was originally like put together, like he was a glass cannon and it worked. Like he shot, like he did not work. Out, he was not meta. It he, did not work. He did, well, you don't have to be in a meta for your character to work. I mean, just like well, I mean, it only worked in the low tiers. I mean, he didn't. He he did not work. That's he what he was built before. for, though. He was built to be a low tier, <laughs> to be unplayable. <laughs> he was built to be a low tier opening character that's what he was he that's what he, okay, okay if you're going you know with that argument then i can then i can see that if they wanted characters to not be played as you went up the ladder then i would i would agree with that but i don't think he, that's what they want he he put out he put out a ton of damage which like you said did a lot of 
it was really bad at, at a low. It was really it, it was really impactful at a lower tier. He he put out a ton of damage. He was easy to play. You know that's why it really worked. But when they gave, when they took away the fact that he, uh, you know, that he took you know they took away the fact that he takes damage from his own grenades because that's what was really killing him in top tiers, right? The fact that somebody would get up on him, you knew how to deal with him at that point, which you should have. But now, like he he's outputting a shit ton of damage in your face, and there's almost nothing you can do about it. His mind not only blows the shit out of you, it also knocks you back. You know, so like it's it, like getting close to him really wouldn't. Uh, I don't know, like so somebody with the amount of health that he has and the amount of damage that he puts out, that is, that feels unbalanced to me. It might even feel more balanced to me if his reload, if he was uh, uh, reloaded slower, because that's actually what kind of balanced the demolition man, uh, the demo man, and Team Fortress, because he also put out grenades. Um, they bounced less, put out grenades. He had sticky grenades, but you had to use them responsibly because when you had to reload, he reloaded one at a time. So it wasn't like you just straight up just popping them out, popping them out, popping them out. One second, boom, got a whole new clip, popping them out, popping them out, popping them out. That was what kind of really balanced him, um, you know. And also his even his mines didn't do as much damage as Junkrat. Well, not mine, sorry, but his grenades didn't do as much damage as Junkrat. But when Junkrat was originally like his grenades were super powerful, I didn't necessarily mind it because he was a glass cannon. You know, like imagine like a Zenyatta who like Zenyatta works because he's a glass cannon, right? But imagine Zenyatta Soldier seventy six having the hit power of Zenyatta's like you know projectiles, you know. That's that's too much, and that's how I felt about Junkrat when they basically gave him all not not new features, but when they buffed him the way they did. I think the concussion mine because that's basically what would happen when you go into a fight with Junkrat. He used one concussion mine to jump into the middle of a fight, lay down some grenades, throw a concussion mine, blow everybody the bits. Like it was just too much, and I think this definitely helps. Like the, what I noticed when playing against Junkrat now. Is that yes, you're right. Like if you're not paying attention, you can still get killed by Junkrat. He's like more of an now for me, he's more of an annoyance because like I see the mines, I'm not gonna hit him by my great, I can't walk over there until the shit explodes, right? I gotta I gotta wait or I gotta go around. But before it was like if he came anywhere near you, like even as a tank, it was a huge problem. And if you were a regular DPS, Man. it was like, God damn. DPS, <laughs> I I I had a lot easier time taking care of Junkrat when I was on DPS than when I was on tanks. Tanks is where Junkrat really shined because he could just put those bombs into you a lot easier. Those are not easy to aim at 200 health heroes. They're not easy to aim at all. You have to really like lead those suckers and they're very unpredictable. But on a tank, come right up on there and be like, I'm going to hit you even if I have a worst aim ever. You know, so he he was really strong against tanks. He wasn't really strong against DPS. Yeah, and that that was kind of what happened with Junkrat, why he became meta in the first place and why he was okay to begin with. Now, he uh, originally, you couldn't just approach a Junkrat. You, can't, you couldn't just walk right up to him and start shooting him in the face and not expect nothing to happen. You were getting a concussion mine in the face no matter what. And when they added the second mine, he became even less approachable. Uh, so he had an okay mid-range game uh, and a pretty good close-range game and really no long-range game. It was all those, uh, those numbers at that point. Uh, but now 
he has no close range defense at all. You can approach a junk rat, and as long as you just, he doesn't get off a lucky grenade on you, uh, that concussion mine does like absolutely nothing. I, I can't hit it to save my life. Um, and shit, junk rat was my first main, you know. Right. Well, uh, yeah. So I think that's that's something that's gonna have to be figured out with him. I I, I think the damage roll off is necessary. Yeah, but I think it's too much right now. Like if you've been if you've been used to Junkrat for so long, and then you have that much of a change on his it's just, really yeah, it's his a, primary defense. I just um, think it should have been left less damage because hitting the mines now. Either that, or they're gonna have to tweak the sweet spot because hitting the mines now is really hard. Yeah, I mean it's it's almost a useless ability aside from just kind of bouncing out of there. Uh, I guess uh, my argument was always that Junkrat is like, you know, from uh, up close, I don't think, he, I think that should be his counter. Like getting up on top of him should should be kind of his counter. Because at a distance, while he's not hit, trying, like you're right, he can't hit individually. He can't hit like a, a McCree that's moving or a soldier that's moving individually with his mind. But, you know, with a character like that, he should probably be waiting until you get into team fights and tossing damage into that team fight and assisting his, uh, you know, assisting his his teammates. Before he could just initiate team fights by jumping into the middle of a group, you know, th- putting some grenades down around uh, the area and then putting his concussion mine out and blowing everybody to bits. It was just too much damage for I. I, I just felt there was too much damage for a hero like him to. To kind of put out, I actually would have felt a bit better about his previous state if they lowered his health, if they lowered his health and like made him a bit more vulnerable there, like kind of like Tracer, right? Tracer is health wise, she's vulnerable, but she, you're supposed to keep moving with her, you know. Boy, right. um, yeah, like but with Junkrat having the health, Tracer that he doesn't had. get blown into the air into a huge target, though. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Junkrat would be like. He he had mobility, but he's like, "Whoa, I'm up here!" You know exactly how fast I'm falling, and you know, and so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's a little, it's a little different. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't like having to run away from the character every time I fucking saw him. Like, you know, like 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 almost like he was a goddamn roadhog, right? Like, you know, you don't or roadhog or Reinhardt, where you don't want to be face to face with a roadhog uh, most of the time. Uh, with most characters, you don't want to be face to face with Reinhardt, you know, most of the time. So, but yeah. I mean, I I like the way he is right now. Maybe they'll tweak him a bit more. Um, but I think they will because his duelist potential right now is among the worst in the game. Um, and I don't, I don't I, think I don't, he should I can't be doing think of a single. That's the I mean, thing. I don't every think every character be at some point has <laughs> to have duelist capacity, though. I mean, even Winston can duel to to a degree with his shield, you know, popping in and out of that um, to, to a degree. But he's also a tank, you know, so. Uh, and, and, and Junkrat's, a, he's got a fucking grenade launcher. He's got to duel something. <laughs> he's got to have some kind of defense. I mean, he's, he's realistically, he's a DPS. And he, should, he, he shouldn't be the best duelist in the game by any means. But he, he should be able to protect himself and have a shot, you know, at least against like a super squishy or something. Yeah, uh, you know, I think uh, he definitely needed something. But I think... Just like Mercy, they might have went overboard. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess that that's that. There was no meta report on Junkrat. We're probably actually they're probably holding off. We'll probably see that next week. So we'll see what that says as well. But in I'm terms pretty of, sure Switch hates Junkrat. So oh really? 
<laughs> I won't notice. I something. kill him when I'm junk rat and game nights all the time. So, Switch, I'll, I'll see you next week. I will note something on this Bitch. meta report that the win rate for Mercy across all tiers has been lowered. Right? It's like at the lowest, it's like negative one point five percent, and at the highest, it's like almost negative six percent win rate has decreased. As people get used to Mercy. I'm expecting that to rise again. I, I do believe Mercy will find her place in the meta again, as she is right now. And I really yeah, hope... as the meta stables. Yeah. I, I, I really hope that they stop changing her so we stop having to re-record Prepare to Attack. <laughs> like, that would be awesome if we could stop recording that <laughs> shit. The Mercy yeah. episodes, period. <laughs> the, the only thing that kind of sucks about the Overwatch League not putting changes in right away is because something I've noticed with the Overwatch League is team comps really pick around the Overwatch League. So we'd know how to play right now if the Overwatch <laughs> League was playing, you know, on this patch. But I'm excited to wait and see what they show me come here stage two. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to our next topic. It's more it's about smurfing. Now I think everybody here has a smurf, right? You have a smurf account? Uh, ten, uh, Kender, um, yeah, do. Bob definitely does. La la I la, do. la la yeah, I la, do. la 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 la. <laughs> but there, so there was a uh, forum post, and this forum post was actually about console smurfing specifically, but it still kind of raises a question. Um, you know, should smurfing be uh, an actionable offense? So right now, let's just make it clear: there is no debate about it from the Blizzard standpoint. Blizzard does not care if you smurf. Blizzard does not care about Smurf accounts uh, for Overwatch. That is, they've made that clear already. But the question is, should it be a problem? Because, so the reason why it's really bad on consoles is because Smurfs are free. You know? Right. Smurfs run rampant across. And that's consoles. unfair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Smurfs that is run unfair, because yeah. I've bought the game multiple times, and I, I just would never have a main account if I could be working up <laughs> two accounts while I'm warming up every day throughout an entire season, I would just start new every time. And then I could start new on two different accounts. And if I had a bad run in my 10 placements, I'd just use the other account. Yeah. Then during that one, I'd be working up the new accounts. Then I never have to deal with that, re that remembered MMR. Yep. Yeah. You, you get placed where you want to with whatever account you finally make <sighs> it there with. And that's that. You know, but even we, we, if you talk about console and PC here, um, I mean, I, I'm guilty. I have I have two, I have three accounts for PC total, and the way that the SR system is supposed to work, or the way the competitive system is supposed to work, I should say, is that it's supposed to put you with other people who are playing at your level. For me, and it's not like I'm a grandmaster or something like that, but for me to be playing with people in silver is kind of not <laughs> fair to them. Right, yeah. it's not fair to the people on the other team who are supposed to be playing matches with people who are, uh, you know, they're supposed to have a good chance because these people are um, around the same skill level. But it's not like I'm taking my like. I think funny thing, my 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 original trash account is actually my highest rated account right now because <laughs> I keep winning on it. It's like twenty seven fifty or something like that. Big chocolate is like twenty seven fifty, and um, <laughs> it's so it, like you know it's not like I'm taking that account and playing 
with my friend, like let's say uh, Recoil, for example, because he actually fits in that SR. If but the the reason I'm not playing Big Chocolate with him is because he's in silver for a reason. He does not. If if I played with him with Big Chocolate, he'd easily be playing high gold or maybe even platinum. He doesn't need to be playing with those people right now. So instead, I use my trash account for now, which is Church of Jaw, and that's lower than it really should be. I think Church of Jaw is like down to like twenty one something now because not only have we been losing, like I said. But on top of that, I also have been trying out other shit like playing Lucio or playing Mercy. Right. And that's not fair to the people down there either. When I'm playing <laughs> Mercy, that's not fair to them. <laughs> you know, and that's happened. So I understand the case behind it, even though I am actually an offender. Um, See, Fun Bobby's down to the 1700s. I played with Mel tonight, and I played Tracer, and I'm not good at Tracer. But I was meddling. So honestly, it's not fair for me to just like switch to Reaper at the 1700 range because I am going to 4v1 and 5v1 people. Like it's it's not that's what's not fair. Mm. But me playing, I was playing at a at a level with them and that's fair in my opinion. And something I've seen too, uh, even with like GM Smurfs, uh, a lot of time they kind of self-regulate. Like um, a lot of the Smurfs that I see, they'll pick you know, quote unquote, trash picks. Like you see a lot of Smurfs because you feel like you feel like an asshole. Yeah, like if like if I picked if if I went into the game wanting to practice a character, then we started to lose, and I picked a Reaper and just laid laid him to the floor. I would have felt like an asshole. Right. And that's kind of how I picked up Sombra on my uh, on my alt account. I just started playing Sombra because I was like, fuck it, I've never fucking played her. Ended up placing like fucking mid flat. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to start using Sombra on my main account. And, you know, it was, it was okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But, I- uh, Oh, go on. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, that's that kind of seems to be what people just naturally tend to do. It's like, you know, I play this character on my main account all the fucking time. I don't feel like playing. I want to play somebody that I'm not good at and still have fun and still kind of win occasionally, you know. But I think that's where that kind of comes from. And that's fair-ish. You know what yeah. I mean? I would say when I'm playing by myself on my trash account, it's fair because I don't play any of the characters that I play well. You know, that is me experimenting and it's not like I'm like fucking around either. I'm trying. I'm trying to heal you as mercy. It's literally that I just whenever I see the the aid symbol, I my brain ignores it. And I it takes so much time for it to register that I should have healed that person. But (laughs) however, and I, I, I mean, we've all I think we've all done this before. We have friends that are in lower tiers, right? Generally, I'm not going to play on my characters that I'm trash at. I'm going to play on characters that I think are going to help him win. And it, it's Guilty. super clear when I play with Zarya yeah. and I have a hundred percent charge like the whole game, and I'm tearing through the enemy team. You know, but go ahead. But at the same time, so that's when we're we're grouping up in like bigger stacks, like four to six stacks, and we're playing at the low SR. But every six stack we go up against has has people like us with alt accounts in that group. You see it all the time. You see yeah. this Genji is laying the 
laying us to to ground. He's not a gold Genji. It's just it's not real. Yeah, yeah. So that I think everybody's doing kinda... it. So it kind of equals out. I think. You so if everybody's doing something wrong, it's okay. I, I don't know. Like it's <laughs> not, just, a, not that it's okay. It Welcome just to the libertarian out. society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. It's just um, yeah. Like actually, I was I was playing. This is like I'm trying to think. It wasn't recently. I think like a month or two ago. And I'm playing. And uh, the guy on my team, as we're playing, because I was actually I was talking a lot, I was giving instruction, and the guy on my team is asking, "Are you a Smurf?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I could tell by the way that you're talking." And he's like, "Man, I'm just really glad you're not on the other team." And I kind of made me feel bad because the other team is probably like, <laughs> "Fuck this guy!" Like, there's, 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 there's no, there's no way. And that's the thing, like, um, you know, like getting stomped in a game isn't a great way to earn it. It's it's just yeah. not for most people. It's incremental learning that you need, you know. Like so, you know, you you. I, I mean, that's how I learned how to play. You know, over time, like you know, uh, you, you just you just you know, you don't get destroyed, you lose. You don't get destroyed. You look back at your, at what happened and you make changes as you go along. But if you don't even get a chance to observe what's happening, you know, if you can't understand why you're losing, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't it doesn't really work out. So that's I kind of agree with the guy that, you know, smurfing should not be allowed. But specifically on console, I got to be honest, I don't even know like what they could do about that, because the you know, like now that you could just, you know, you could make the Xbox Live account and don't have gold or you make like, you know, the PSN silver account, whatever it's called, uh, the free account, you just do that. That's where you get the Smurfs from, and you just pop an Overwatch, bam, brand new account. And, you know, people have, you know, and actually, I know we have listeners that have several accounts, but I I don't, I don't think we have any, I haven't heard from any asshole listeners that just make account after account after account after account. I know most of the, uh, the guys that have, that are on Xbox or PS4 that have multiple accounts, they may have like two or three. One's like they're high, one's the one they test things with, and one is the one they use to play with me on console. So like it's the you know it it uh it's um that's the way it is. But there are some people who just have so many accounts on console, right. and it really kind of fucks up the game because a lot. Well, I, even when I'm playing on console, I'll definitely see people just like putzing around, fucking around, not really playing well, you know. And that's kind of uh, it's disheartening, you know. It it does kind of ruin yeah. the game. So and another thing too, like. All three of us have been around Plat. You guys probably a little higher than me because I suck. But <laughs> uh, you know, I figure we we all three probably belong. At least you two guys belong around high Plat to low diamond. I I belong around mid Plat. I admit it. Um, it's okay. You're still then, welcome here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But uh, I mean, even then, it's extremely difficult to carry anything above silver. I mean, it, you go into gold even as a mid Plat. Uh, with a team full of golds it's you can carry yeah uh but it's still not not even close to a sure thing i mean you really can't carry until you're like two levels down you know you know if if you go into a silver silver rank match yeah you can you can carry all day long but you know you get like a diamond they probably can't necessarily carry a plat team they can probably carry a gold team but you know it kind of kind of works out like that. So then you got the GMs that go down to fucking bronze and shit, and yeah. carrying like that's a problem. You know I don't think 
people like us that kind of go go down to like high silver to you know mid gold around there and smurf. I don't think that's too much of an issue, but the people that like go way the fuck down there and just like curb stomp people agree. that that's not fun. That, that's, that's not fun true. for anybody. Yeah, I mean, like I I I think the problem is like you like you said like th- those people who do that, but also you know for example on my smurf right. I'm really calm when I play my Smurf by myself. I right. when when I'm actually when I'm helping when I'm trying to help somebody move up, <laughs> I actually get kind of salty because I'm not even looking at my SR. <laughs> I'm looking at their SR every time yeah. they lose SR. I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> you know, like that, that, that. That's how it is. But when I'm by myself, I'm like super calm, and it is because I don't care about the account. So I'm not like as emotionally evolved. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to help the team win. I'm, I'm doing these things. I'm actually really productive on a Smurf account. But there are a lot yeah. of people who aren't like that. There are a lot of people who will hop on that Smurf account, not care, <laughs> be toxic, you know, do stupid stuff like walling their teammates if they get mad at them, you know, stuff like that because they don't care about it. And those people are a problem too. Right. You yeah, know? those people, well, there's a special place those people yeah honestly i don't know what could be done about the problem and i think it kind of is a problem but at the same time you can't fix it without ruining a lot of fun things about the game that people just like to do Uh, so it's like a lesser evil kind of deal like where do you draw that line it's it's not black and white you can't regulate the problem just with one or two different changes so on on pc if you just keep reporting those accounts as they're uh, doing the toxic shit, those accounts will be actioned, you know? And so that's good. Like that will actually, that can probably cut down the behavior on PC. But I think Bob, right. well, you were watching me stream on PS4 a couple of weeks ago, Bob, and you saw the shit that happens on PS4, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? And they, like, you know, even if you action those accounts, you, even if you got somebody's account permanently banned, right? They could just make another one. And this actually, do you know for console what might help with that? Your account. Actually, I said this so many fucking times. I don't know why they're not listening. Your account on console needs to be tied to a battle.net account. Yeah. That that's what it that. should be. If you're gonna play non-bot matches, you have if you're gonna play with other people, your account has to be tied to a battle.net account. Somebody countered me one time and said, well. You know, it's against PlayStation and... I was um, just about to counter you with that. Yeah, man. so here we go. <laughs> Let, let's go. So it's against PlayStation and Xbox um, terms for games to require you to sign up for a service. However, the way um, the way that gets circumvented... And we're not even going to talk about stuff like um, uh, uh, Warframe, which essentially locks your account, right? It it uses the account information on the Xbox to make your account on Warframe. But what EA EA does and what Ubisoft does on on their games that are always online, they let you play the game offline. Like You can play the game offline however you want. However, if you play the game online, then you have to sign into an EA service. That's how they get you. There's no right. offline though in Overwatch. Bot they matches. have to let you play QP and just block you out they, from comp. They don't have to let you play quick play. You can play bot matches in Overwatch. You can play matches against bots. That's that's Overwatch offline. You know, so True. you that they can easily do that. You know, but most people That'd aren't be, even. Yeah, it'd be hard to sell to 
Yeah, it would make Any a lot of people salty. They don't have to sell that to Microsoft. Microsoft is going to say, do you have an offline mode? Yes. Okay. You know, Blizzard employee or something would have to sell that to Blizzard. And Blizzard would be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's what that, I'm just telling you. That's what they'd say. Now, like if they wanted to control the issue, like because what player is not going to buy into that account? They want to control the issue, but they want to make money more than that. Well, yeah, that's not buy, making people bind to a battle.net account is not going to make them lose money, especially if they <laughs> set it up the same way that Ubisoft and EA does. Because for Ubisoft and EA, whatever email address you have signed up with Xbox or PSN, they just use that same email address to sign you up on, the, on an account. They use a token, and that's your account. The only trouble is if you try to access that account on PC, now you actually have to set a password to it. That's literally what it is. But like, like my UPlay account, I have to, I, I didn't make that shit. <laughs> like, you know, they, they, they took it off of my Xbox when the first time I signed in the UPlay. You know, they bring up the box. Here's your account. Do you agree to the term service? Yes. Like, you know, bam. They do the same exact thing with Battle.net with Battle.net. Like it's it's the same thing, like the same um uh process. They can totally make you bind uh your battle.net account to your um to your uh you know console. They can definitely do that. You know, yeah. that's actually how I got I like so I have my battle.net account bound to my Xbox and my my ps4 and i get it's actually worth it because you get like all those twitch loot boxes the golden loot box i get them threefold i get them for my uh pc battle on that account and my uh console shit you know so yeah, technically speaking i could have i know three two smurfs on each of my console and still get all that stuff but um, yeah, like I think it's it's definitely totally viable because like the the count you had is that you know it's against that terms of service for the console manufacturer. Bam, we already got that resolved. They can they can do that, and players aren't gonna not buy Overwatch by saying that you have to bind to an account. They're just gonna make the account. But okay, fine. Like they just make the account. Like it's not gonna have to pay for it. They've already paid for the game. You know, and you battle that net account to free. I mean, well, if it's I mean. If they did did it like EA, I remember EA used to do it. If you bought the game, you would get a key for the on for the online piece of it. Mm. And then if you sold that game back and you bought the game used and the key was gone, you'd have to pay ten bucks for the online capabilities yeah. of Madden. And so that was like the way that they so basically they got rid of that, at least though. paid that's, ten that's bucks EA per account. EA. That's EA being well, EA. I mean, but that would <laughs> That would make it if Overwatch had to do the same thing. That that would make it so they at least had to pay ten ten bucks to make a Smurf. That would help the problem on console quite a bit because ten bucks is ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of these people with all the time yeah. don't have ten bucks. Very true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very true. <laughs> yeah, but also like it would help with the toxicity thing because you know one of the biggest complaints from the console community is that. You know, uh, it's mainly like it's like an auto ban system. And if somebody does get banned uh, or they don't get banned, everybody's pointing the fingers to each other. Microsoft is pointing at Blizzard. Blizzard's pointing at Microsoft. And they're saying they don't handle bans. You know, now if they tied it to a Battle.net account, Blizzard has 100% control over like who can play and who can't play. So I think that, right. that fixes a lot of issues. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, move on to our final topic, which is what? hero does overwatch need 
Kendra, you, I'm gonna let you go first. Well, before we got into the meta discussion, I was gonna say I'd really like to see another anchor tank, but considering the way the meta's going, <laughs> I don't think that'd be a good idea right now. Um, and I don't, I don't really want to see another healer right now. I one of the ideas I had was maybe like some kind of healer tank, you know, like a really tanky healer, you know, maybe an AOE kind of thing, like a World of Warcraft style thing, like a uh, not a paladin. I, I haven't played Warcraft in forever. Uh, but you know, something kind of novel like that, that can make a meta shift, but not necessarily have its own place, um, uh, not be like a stereotypical role because those are all kind of filled, you know, at this point, um, I'd like to see a more effective builder, you know, like Torbjorn and Symmetra and everything. Cause I think they're a lot of fun, but at the same time, what the fuck are they for? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. Overwatch is the kind of game where you can just throw an idea out there and it might work. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Right. Um, if the meta weren't how it is now, though, I would say an anchor tank a la Reinhardt would be something I would like to see because Arissa's not what I would call an anchor uh, as much as she needs to be, and Winston's definitely not an anchor. Or Reinhardt's really the only like solid. This is my what I do kind of thing uh, that there is. So maybe even a hybrid builder tank that would be pretty cool. You know, you like build your you know defenses. You like build or repair a uh, a shield that can stay in one place or something. Uh, I don't know. It'd just be kind of kind of something to work with or something strange. You know. Right. Yeah. What about you, Bob? I'm going to go like crazy because there was no stipulation on how crazy I could be. So <laughs> I'm going to say no new character. There was this old uh, Battlefield 2, I, I, uh, I, I remember, had a thing called the, com the commander role where a commander could do a whole bunch of different things. He could add communication to his team. He could look over things. I'm thinking for like 6v6. Not in competitive, but just six v six. Try out something new where you have a seventh team team member for ev for every team, and he can see bird's eye view as far as his closest uh, person, and then he can call comps. He can call changes. Basically, what I'm asking for is coach mode in custom game. Okay, I'm gonna make your idea better, Bob. Where we actually have <laughs> similar ideas, but I actually no have it in a character form. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so um, you know, for those, do either of you play Heroes of the Storm? I played enough to get the Diva skin. Oh, okay. So no, <laughs> and <laughs> Bob, you, I don't think you said you said played you enough to get the Diva and Genji skin. Okay, great. Okay, so. There is... Uh, I'm an awesome Diablo. I get MVP one of my quick matches. Well, very, very good, Bob. Very good. I looked up a build on the internet. I do that every <laughs> time I play the game. <laughs> but, um, so, there is a character called Abathur from StarCraft. Um, and in Heroes of the Storm, he is a character that you pick, but you rarely leave the base with him. Like you basically, what he does is that he can he can buff allies and debuff enemies and stuff like that. But he stays pretty much at home, 
right? He stays in the base. He never leaves the base, but basically he cut you kind of just move around the map through your allies and stuff like that. I think uh, the next character should be like a support type of character. Um, Cause I was, I was trying to think like, what could, you know, what kind of character would I want in, in Overwatch next? And I was like, well, let's add this character. No, he does too much damage. Like that would just be too much damage. Uh, okay. What about this? character oh no we already have enough shields in overwatch there's two there's already enough damage mitigation i was just complaining we're well, not complaining about but i was stating that for the last few weeks how the time to kill is really high in overwatch but i think that if we had a character who was like a support but just all utility right uh, he was all utility uh to help his teammates and maybe and pro- and not all of them at the same time like what if this character um could, like he, you know, he could like attach something to like Soldier Seventy Six that like you know auto targeted and fired every few seconds, adding to Soldier Seventy Six's DPS. Or he can make one character move faster, or he can help pull one character out of a bad situation. You know, all on cooldown. The thing is, the, now here's a deal with Abathur, is that while he is in the game, technically speaking, you only have um four people in the field right because he's back in the base like he's back in the base he's not fighting anybody and if somebody comes close to him he's he's gonna die that's the way it's gonna work uh so he's not a fighting character so you only have four people on the field and you still can win matches with him you know um but that's the thing like you the character's value from a utility perspective would have to be so great that it, it would it would make it okay to fight 5v6, essentially. That's what, that's what it is. Like, basically, sh- sure, his abilities seem outrageous, but he can't, and he can't involve himself directly into a team fight. So you'd be doing your team fights 5v6 with whatever utilities he has helping, you know, uh, the teammates, you know, right? I could, I could see that. Because 5v6 is such a huge differential. Right. So I can actually see that. I see it being an extreme imbalance problem, but I see it as a fun fucking idea, though. (laughs) Yeah. I I forgot that was one of the ideas I was tossing around earlier was uh, kind of an anti-Lucio almost. Um, So instead of like a speed buff. Pretty shit at the moment, though. Oh yeah, at the moment, but like not an anti-Lucio as in like anti-Lucio person, like the opposite of Lucio. Like you have a speed debuff aura or something like that uh, that you can use on enemies, and like a like a heal debuff or even a not as good anti-heal, a la Anna's grenade. You know things like that. I think we need more uh, mitigation tools like that, like Anna's grenade. Like it's it's so such a powerful tool, but you know it, it's just so underused you know you could do a lot more of those kind of things right i I think the next next place to go with overwatch is going to be debuffs against the enemy team instead of like uh healing and buffs and and shields and things like that i think that's where we kind of need to go yeah yeah i mean that's that definitely and i think that you got to be careful with debuffs because you don't want them to feel oppressive right that's kind of what you have to worry about there (laughs) 
but I don't know. I was thinking like maybe like maybe this guy he's a he's kind of like a builder. He builds a robot, and that robot can get to different configurations and do different things. You know, like you know, one configuration adds additional armor onto a character. Another configuration maybe makes the character move faster, like adds like jets behind him or some shit like that. And another configuration adds like a shoulder mounted like predator style cannon that shoots every few seconds. <laughs> you know, auto fuckingmatically. You know, stuff like that. But I think that would be cool because, like I said, it's it's you know, five v six is a huge d- difference. Like you know, if you actually don't have an active teammate in a fight during a five v six, it puts you at a disadvantage. But this character's abilities should seem at on the surface should seem a little outrageous. But when you actually put them in the play, hopefully, they, I think it's something that they can balance in the game. You know, and he could do stuff like, you know, maybe one of the configurations is like it's just a drone that flies around and it gives you intel. Like, you know, if somebody is in a certain radius of the drone, they can see, uh, you know, you can see where they are. And, you know, kind of oh, like yeah. Reinhardt's shield, right, where you don't want Reinhardt's shield to actually break. You, well, you want to just bring it down when it's low. If you if you actually manage to destroy his bot. He has to rebuild it and then send it back into the field after a cooldown. Like that's kind of like the punishment for the bot actually getting destroyed. You know? Right. All right. Well, you said you're gonna make my idea better. I think my idea is still better. So you wanted a commander. <laughs> I'm giving you a commander that's that that doesn't I add want, adding additional I want coach player. mode. You want I want <laughs> coach mode for all the people that aspire to be coaches in like the Overwatch League or esports. That's what I want because those are those guys are in their ear. During the the match now, I hate I'm to, assuming I hate to bring they, it to you. They Bob. can only watch the broadcast, maybe, but I don't know. They're in their ear either before or after the match. I'm looking forward to asking some of those questions. You know, Bob said there was no restrictions on what the uh, on what you know he could say or what he wanted in a new character. I thought that the question was clearly plain enough that the restriction was that it actually had to be a hero. Like that was really just the only restriction. <laughs> Bob has completely gone off the reservation. You have to say it had to be one of the six heroes. It just said it had to be a hero. That and sounds Bob's like, like a hero I'm a to hero. Me. I'm a hero. Commander. <laughs> this is the commander. So yeah, but I think that that would be cool. I don't know. I mean, I, I seriously doubt that is going to be like the next hero. And uh, because it definitely wouldn't be easy for, uh, for the community to adjust to something that different, you know? Yeah. It'd be crazy. That's why I was saying it couldn't really be in comp. It would just have to be like a, my idea would just have to be a custom mode type of thing. Right. Yeah. But I think like once people got used to it, like, it's definitely complicated because, you know, being a commander in Battlefield, there's another game called um, Nuclear Dawn. You guys ever play that? Nuclear Dawn? It was like Battlefield, so. but um, more futuristic. It was an indie title. It was actually really fun. But there was a commander in that game, too. And it was really awesome. And they, being a commander is not easy, man. Not easy. Yeah. So right. I want. I wonder what they could do with like gravity manip- manipulation. Just like go off the rails with like character abilities, <laughs> just, like uh, it's like an anti grav kind of thing. You know, like you know, okay within this aura, like kind of a Lucio. Lucio seems to be like where I'm Fine. going. With this. Make yeah. Torborn a god if you want to, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, 
you know, you, you mean as an ability, like being able to defy gravity or maybe like jump and run on a wall or some shit like that. Like, like, like you know, within invert. a certain no, he's area. he's trying to make like other the... people lose gravity. Okay, so yeah, that's gravity like, bomb. I would consider that a CC ability. I don't want to see any more crowd control abilities in Overwatch. I don't. <laughs> I fucking hate CC in first person shooters. <laughs> Mikey can tell you all about that on the 100th episode. I fucking Yeah, dude, hate it. all CCs piss you off. <laughs> Just think about when McCree flashbangs you. Think about when Roadhog hooks you. These all piss you off. Yeah, May freezing you. Like, it's fucking terrible. Junk Reinhardt hammers you down. You're like, oh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. You just see it as big feet walk towards you, and you're like, son of a. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to see more CC. Sorry, Kinder. <laughs> no no, no yeah. more CC, please. Don't wish that on us. Uh, uh, all right, let's 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 move on to our weekly updates, and then we're going to go ahead and get started uh, on closing up. So, weekly updates. Weekly updates. So, weekly update one. Um, there is a Moira bug that is looks like it's going to be fixed, but I think it's still alive right now where she can heal through enemy barriers, which is bad. Um, it's bad because she's not supposed to be able to heal through enemy barriers. Like, that's kind of, you know, the point about it. But that was a bug that was brought up. I have not seen any information on how soon we can expect a fix. But that's something that's happening. Uh, so, you know, just be on the lookout. If you see any more risk spraying through your shield, just know that it is going through and you might want to do something about it. <laughs> um, you know, you don't just want to stand there. And if you're playing Moira, have at it, I guess, <laughs> while this is going on. Moment, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's in it, use it. So, yeah, it's it's not like absolutely the worst thing that ever happened in Overwatch, but it definitely is. Um, it really doesn't matter. Moira's don't use left clicks. So <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of a moot point. Gotcha. Okay. Other than that, there we, we do have another weekly update, but as I didn't, uh, I forgot to put it into the um, the show notes here. But there was some movement on the on on the owl front. The first female Overwatch League player has been picked up by the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, I saw that. Jumping on a sinking ship, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw um actually somebody said it in our Discord, and I saw a couple of other people comment that um the Shanghai Dragons did this to gain favor with the community. Um that's what I, I read I a, a couple of people saying. I don't think so. <laughs> I think the Shanghai Dragons did this because they just they got it, something's gotta change. You know, yeah. she's a Zarya man. And I think oh, they, uh, well, I, th I think uh, as I was talking to Totally Drunk from the Overwatch League Network and Heroes Never Die, I was talking to him and he was expressing that she's one of the best Zarya's arguably in the world and she is the top tank on Asia servers. So she is the number one tank in the top 500 on Asia servers. So if Shanghai is expecting the triple and quad tank meta to come into the fold, a Zarya will be extremely use, uh, useful in conjunction with a Roadhog right. in that context. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She's, yeah. um, she's a Zarya main. She's one of the uh, she's the top Zarya, right? And whatever Shanghai Dragon... Top to tank. <laughs> top tank. Yeah. So what are, just straight up the top ten. So whatever the Shanghai Dragons have, have been doing obviously has not been working. They haven't won a single game, correct? Still, 
Uh, as far as basically, know, whenever I see them pop up on the schedule, I just expect it to be a loss for them. Like I haven't, <laughs> I haven't followed them at all. Um, the only game I ended up watching with them, uh, I know I watched a few games with them, but I did, the last game I watched with them was the Fusion one, where I was afraid that we might actually lose. I'm like, we can't be the first. We can't be the first. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I mean, like they something has to change with that team, and even if the quad tank meta wasn't coming into play. They might, they might have wanted to see, add a, a great Zarya to the mix to see if they can make something happen, you know, with that. I know one of the problems that they were having was that, you know, their tanks were not working really that in sync with the rest of their team. Like, you know, their tanks were diving one place and their healers were dying somewhere else. <laughs> you know, like that was one of the, yeah. the big problems that they had. So, you know, I don't Well, and they have they have Dia playing uh playing Tracer, which really isn't his his thing either. He looked amazing in the pre in the preseason on Widow, but he's been they they still haven't changed it back, and so I don't understand that either. So they have a lot of problems. Yeah, like that they and like yeah. They just have a lot of problems and even if tanking wasn't the issue something's got to change. They are so bad right now that they're just trying to do anything to, to you know, to, to kind of add it in and adding the top tank on the Korean ladders, adding an amazing Zarya, not a bad idea. You know, it's not like they just pick, you know, pointed to somebody in the stands and like, Hey, you come here, you play. <laughs> Let's see what happens. They did not do that. So, why not? That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> you know, they get, get I think they might have thought about it, man. Get like Air Bud in there or something like that. Any like Grandmasters <laughs> in the front row. Uh yeah, so like I I mean, yeah, I I disagree that uh, you know, this is like um a uh what's the word I'm looking for? You know, kind of just like a a marketing publicity move. stunt. Like it's not like that. Well you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not a publicity publicity sign. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant to say. I feel like Asia would be the last one to do that too. So I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. So I mean, at least she went to the dragons. Like she's gonna shine there. That's one of the best places she could have went. (laughs) That's one of the best places (laughs) she could have gone. She could have shined there because if she goes to like, let's say she went to a different team that had really good players like let's say the dynasty or the excelsior or uh you know the fusion i'm just gonna add that in there because you know somebody's gonna have my head if i don't but but, you know she goes to the team that has really good players and then she winds up not getting playtime uh because they don't necessarily need her in that moment people are gonna (laughs) complain about that or they're gonna say oh they only got her as a publicity stunt or you know if she goes to the one of those teams and they sub in and they lose their first game with her. People are gonna freak out about that. You know, they're gonna say, "Oh, it's because she lost. She shouldn't be in the league." Um, at least yeah. with, with Shanghai, I think it's like the one of the best situations because she will undoubtedly improve that team. <laughs> you know, so it, it, I, I hate to say it that way, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> it will undoubtedly improve that team, <laughs> and I think that it will ease the transition into being the first female Overwatch player you know it will it will ease yeah. the transition into being the first female overwatch player because it's not yeah. unfortunately the reality of the situation we all know even those you know if you want to deny it that it is just not going to be an easy thing to be a, a female player in a male dominated league you know so 
Yeah. It, it, hopefully it'll get people to take her a lot more seriously as well. You know, I, I hope she plays well. I hope she does a lot for the team. Uh, as long as she, you know, leaves Florida Mayhem alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Florida Mayhem is going to be just as bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, we're going to start closing up here. Um, let's see what we got here. Prepare to attack. Uh, batch 5 has started. We are working on getting, is I guess technically speaking, the last episode of that batch done with Bastion will be the last character that we're doing, and we're working on getting that wrapped up. But right now, I mean, and I would have had Bastion done if my I had it scheduled for Saturday, but my computer blew up. Right? Yeah. So like, yeah, we we have Farrah done. It blew. We up. got Mercy done, uh, Diva and Reaper. So now we got Bash, and that will be that was that that'll be it for the originally for the original planned episodes. We still have more to do. Obviously, we're gonna have to re-record Mercy. Uh maybe not the whole thing, but maybe make some edits to that. We'll see how it goes once we talk to Foo. And uh, you know, we'll we'll probably give a bit of an update on the future of Prepare to Attack after that, because we're gonna be doing more than just, you know, every four months pumping out an episode about a character. We, we do have plans for that show, so we'll probably get into that. Uh, for those who are not here live with us on the stream, we do stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we, you know, please feel free to join us. We'd love to have you here in the chat. Chat was popping off this week, so, you know, thanks a lot to everybody who came out. As always, we want to hear about your Overwatch stories, so, you know, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Facebook or, you know, um, you can email us. I'll give the email out a little later. Also, uh, you know, join us on our PS4 and Xbox One Club. They're called, both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. Since Bob couldn't remember the name of that last week, that's what they're called. You <laughs> know, <laughs> and that way, hopefully, we can get some games together when I do play on console. But we'd also love to have you on Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. Um, you know that that's you can come it doesn't matter what platform you play on there just you know join the discord and let's have a you know have a good time also like to always talk about heroes of overwatch no matter what platform you're playing on that's if you are on facebook that's a good facebook to a, a group to join has a good group of people uh, across multiple platforms if you want to play or if you just want to keep up with the news on a regular basis or just some some dank overwatch memes that happens there too so uh, definitely check out heroes of overwatch um, we are available on multiple podcast platforms, both Android and iOS. Just you know, you should be able to just go into your favorite podcasting platform, search for Watchpoint Radio, and we will likely pop up in there. If not, you can go right to the Matchless Buttons website and grab the RSS link. Uh, it's you know right there. You can go to Mat for Watchpoint Radio's MatchlessButtons.com slash shows slash Watchpoint dash Radio. But if you just go to website. I have faith that you can find the RSS link if you need it. Okay, guys, I believe in you. Um, social media, like I said earlier, we are at twitter.com slash watchpoint radio, but you can also keep up with Mashless Buttons at twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mashless buttons. Tender. Tender. I called you Tender, not Kinder. Sorry about that. It's, it's not it's the first late, <laughs> But Kinder. <laughs> it works. You want to give out your uh, your socials here? <laughs> Certainly. I am from the Fragging Out podcast. You can find us at www.fraggingout.com or discord.me slash fragging out. Our discord's been popping off pretty much lately. Uh, we've gotten lots of new members. Uh, 
Hopefully we'll be getting some game nights going soon, depending on if we actually get some fucking content out soon. <laughs> uh twitter at fragging out pod twitch.tv slash fragging out as well we uh every time that we do a podcast now we are streaming uh a la mash those buttons uh well not on their shit but you know like they do uh rather (laughs) (laughs) um let's see aside from that uh same deal uh you can find us on pretty much any podcast platform out there i personally prefer uh player.fm because they always have our stuff up first uh, it's really easy to use. I mean, we're not sponsored by them or anything. I just really enjoy the uh, the platform, especially for Android. Uh, otherwise, just iTunes, got an iPhone. Uh, I mean, really, that's all the links that we have. Uh, I don't have a big long spiel like you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm working on compacting it, but for right now, this is what I got. <laughs> Bob, you want to give me your socials? Well, first off, I'd like to tell everybody that I am going to the Stage 1 Finals of the Overwatch League. I fly out Friday. I do have uh, I do have media credentials so I can do interviews with players. I'm there representing the Overwatch League recap and mash those buttons. So if you'd like an interview for Watchpoint Radio, please tweet to us who you would like to hear uh sky's the limit like tell me who you 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 want to hear about tell me what questions you would like to hear from them and i will try to make it happen uh you can find me at blazon on twitter at blazon underscore bob that's b-l-a-z-z-i-n underscore b-o-b you can find me on twitch at blazon bob all right great and um you know, we encourage, like I said earlier, we encourage you guys to reach out and, uh, you know, contact us. So, you know, you can reach out with us uh, on email, which is WPR at MashThoseButtons.com. But you can also reach out via Twitter, Facebook, the website, SoundCloud, wherever. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way for you to do that is actually to share the show with others. And, uh, you know, if you're so, and so, so inclined, you can go ahead and give us a review on your favorite podcasting platform of choice give us a rating and a review that is truly a big help uh we also have a teespring store so if you want to purchase some mash those buttons merch whether it be a t-shirt or a mug you know you can go ahead and get that they're all labeled with the the you know the credo of, of watchpoint radio that the the meta is not gospel so you know you can check that out it's teespring.com slash store slash mash those buttons uh, we also have a uh, Patreon now, which I mentioned earlier. It's patreon.com slash watchpoint radio. And if you wanted to help the show financially there, that is also a tremendous help to us. So thank you very much for those who are patrons so far. And for those of you who uh, become patrons, thank you very much. We appreciate all the help. Additionally, we are Twitch affiliates. So if you want to help out that way, you can become a subscriber on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. And we thank everybody who's a subscriber uh, now. Actually, with this uh, stream, we're now, we've reached our subscriber goal of 10. So thank you guys very much for subscribing this, uh, you know, this month. So thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, you guys, I would highly suggest you check out mashthosebuttons.com slash shows that has all of our shows on it. Which, you know, we have obviously Watchmen Radio and Prepare to Attack, but we also have two World of Warcraft podcasts, WoW Talk, with which just had their 100th episode. 
uh, Wow Talk did. Good job. And uh, the tour. Way to go, yeah. Nick. And um, the Torn and the Goblin, which is our our Warcraft lore podcast. So uh, you can check that out. We have Double Tap, which should be coming out on Thursday, um, which is our fighting game podcast. And we have Sit Rep Radio, which is our division podcast, which uh, according to the numbers I'm seeing, there's, the division is making a huge comeback thanks to the... Uh, the the shit ball that was Destiny Two. I mean, there's really no other way to say it. Like Destiny Two was a shit show, <laughs> and uh, pushed people back into a game that was uh you know a year and a half old at that point. So uh, congratulations to Division and Sit Rep Radio for doing such a great job. But uh, yeah, we are done. Thank you guys very very much for listening. Um, sorry for taking so long on the show, but you know it's a return podcast. I had a lot to say. That's how we kind of roll here, and uh, yeah, we will catch. Oh, hey, a, they had a 45-minute episode last week, so it kind of happens. That is out. true. That is very true. So, <laughs> once again, thank you, Kinder, for coming on and joining us. Yeah. Hey. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. Later, bitches. So glad you were back this week. <laughs>